You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, no, Satsy. Hey. Uh, he'll be back on uh, Monday night. Gary Belcher, Jason Matthews in the oh, Sports Day again. studio. Hello, Badge. Can't wait for my holidays next week. Sats and I just do week on, week off. No, actually, you're on holidays in three weeks. Am I? Yep. Are you, have you checking out my holidays? Have you You've been checking no, out? No, don't you have December off? Yeah. This year. I'll be here. Will you? Oh, that's How all come I do. you work right through, Woogie, and you, you, you actually – oh, you know, you did. You had a big three weeks on the, around for, the pool in Bali. Th- thanks for <laughs> around the pool. You could have just stayed at home. I, oh, that was the worst. That was the worst holiday I had was staying home early. And they had a week off, and it was the worst. I'd never do it again. Why? It's boring. What was the difference between being at home or in Bali well, doing the, kids the same were, thing? Kids were at school. Wife was working. And it was just boring, mate. It was just like, I got that bored. I went and had a coffee with Sats and his stupid dog. You said you just sat around the pool in Bali yeah. for three weeks. Oh, I did some other stuff. Oh, okay. I ate. Yep. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. SCNQ, 6.93 a.m. in Brizzy. SCN, 16.20 a.m. on the Gold Coast. 11.70 a.m. in Sydney, of course, in Canberra. 13.23 a.m. and the SCN app. Don't forget to subscribe to the potty. Uh, Sports Day New South Wales. And that'll be up straight after the show if Jack is on the ball. He's on always on the ball. Uh, get it from the iTunes store or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. Oh, what four. were those stations again? Where, where are we going? 0457 736 736 is our text number. You've what got to get involved in the show. Super Radio Network. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our phone number. Um, now, last week because we've changed the way we finish the show on a Thursday night because we don't do a show on a Friday. It's Thursday night. Oh, oh, actually, we have got this tonight. Oh, it's fun fact Thursday. Fun fact Thursday. It's fun fact Thursday. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday. Fun fact Thursday. It's horrible. It's the worst. Why do you play it? Because it's so bad I love it. Is it because you're not part of it you want to show how bad we are without you at the helm? No, no. You come up with that while I was on holidays mm-hmm. and it's the worst. It, I, I will embrace it when Scott sat Have you seen some of the amazing facts We've had thrown at us. Well, I'll, I'll embrace it though, Badge, mm. when Scott Sattler agrees that this is him. Fun fact Thursday. That's him. He, he denies it. He doesn't it. need to. 
Agree. It if, just is. If you've got a fun fact for us, it's oh, I've easy. I've got some. Hang on. Just Google them. It's easy to do if you want to you know, take part in the show. 0457 736 736. If what? you fake to throw the ball in cricket, mm. you haven't really got the ball in your hand, it should be a five-run penalty. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? And therefore, Bangladesh could have – well, they should have probably drawn last night with India. So – that's Virat Kohli did that is last that an night. Opinion? That is a fact. It's a it's a rule. Is I thought that was an opinion piece, not a fun fact Thursday. No, it's a rule. Okay. So it's a fun fact rule. Yes, it's a rule. It's a new rule from the ICC. You cannot throw the ball. I'm trying to find it here. But it why? Well, uh, well, under law 41.5. Yep. Deliberate distraction, deception, or obstruction of a batsman. That's what Coley did. He pretended he was the ball was coming in from the outfield. He pretended to catch it and throw it to the other end, and anything could happen. It was chaos out there. How, the, really? No, it actually didn't. Nothing happened really. No. But he could have been penalised five runs. Okay, Imagine, that is a fun fact. Thursday. Well, you, um, sorry, you can't fine or penalise a team for that. That's just. That's rubbish. And he's had a bad week, Coley. I mean, he's had people going through his undies. Don't forget. Could. <laughs> he's. He's angry. He's upset. And he could say that. I'm traumatised by some, some people going through. He shouldn't through. have played. 64 off 44 balls, actually. He was yeah, probably the best batsman there again. He had someone cleaning the toilet with his toothbrush. So you can't – you leave him alone, mate. He's traumatised. You sound like someone who's done that to one of your mates <laughs> on a trip. I'll tell you another fun fact. What? What? Christmas lights should not go up until December. It's fun fact Thursday. I agree. What is? I walked into my local Coles. Yeah, they were ripping down the Halloween stuff, which I applauded because I don't. I'm not into that ridiculous American thing. <laughs> and then, they're, but they're putting up Christmas decorations. Not good. In December and uh, November. Good. Not good. Oh, I reckon even the first of December's a bit early. No, that's traditionally when you put your tree. December twenty four. No, you don't do that. Uh, well, when I, you've been forced to do it. Doesn't your wife's been talking to you for three weeks about putting it up? <laughs> That's right. That's what I, and your neighbours looks better than yours, and oh, you get you crack it with your neighbours. We've actually we wrap lights around. We've got a, a, a nice tree at the front of our. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, those lights have been up for two years. They're still nice, there. Gary. They're still there. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she did ask me to take them down many times. So it's nearly Christmas. This was in <laughs> this was in August. I bet you there are families. I and bet you there's... see it's easy now. They're on solar lights too. Will you? There you go, saving the environment. You're not you? killing the environment. Um, no. actually, I bet you Pat Cummins would be so happy with you. Mm. He would be like him. You should get an award from Pat Cummins. He should give me that business class seat to India next. Well, he's in, in economy down the back. Yeah. Hey, listen. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Is it too early for Christmas decorations? Oh, but you know what. I'd like. I wish we had a prize because I'd award something if I had something to someone who's still got the Christmas lights up like you from last year. Because you know That's what? Good, yeah, they're not actually. They're, they're just white lights in a tree. But they look really Christmassy ah, when everything else yes, is up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Mm. So it's like uh, fairy lights. It's romantic. Mm. You and Carlene could actually sit, set up that. a little table, like a little rug underneath the tree in the front yard, and have a <laughs> have a picnic. There's, there was people living not far from us. I was walking the dog one night, and they had a in their front yard, yep. very small front yard, an old lounge, and a fire pit. What? Like a little fire? What are those fire? It's an above ground fire. Burner. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they're sitting out on the lounge. Yeah. And the fire in the front yard. 
Did they have a car? Three metres from people walking past. It was did, just a bit odd. Did they have a car on bricks on the front lawn <laughs> no, as well? No. You sure? Not on this occasion. I thought you moved out of that area. Um, so uh, give us a call or send us a text, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Is it too early for Christmas stuff? You know yeah. what's going to happen now, mm. and this is not just a dig at Coles. This is a dig at everybody. We're going to have those bloody Christmas songs now. You know that. Not in November. But we will. I'm no, telling you right now. That. Now, they start on the 24th. That's when they should start, the day before. Yes. Yeah. Christmas trees can go up from the 1st of December. but According it, to? Well, that's kind of what happens. Is that tradition? Yeah. But what's this 12 days of Christmas rubbish? Should it be 12 days out from Christmas? Oh, I think it should be. Because you get those advent calendars where, which is 12 days and you peel back or something. What? An advent calendar. It's a thing they normally put chockies in. But you can get one with beer, Gary. Is this from the Seventh Day Adventists? No. An advent calendar. Yeah, that'll be. Never heard of it. But what you, is, what's you in can, it? You can get one with beer. A little calendar. Yeah. No, it's a bigger calendar. What? What? And you peel it back. What and size beer? Bang. There's a. There's Six a four pack. pines. <laughs> so you do beers of the world. You do. Yeah, you can. Really? It's fan, It's the oh, best I've thing ever. I've never seen it. Now, I'd like that to start on the first of January. But nothing else. First of January, like <laughs> yeah, go all year round. Christmas. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Have you still got your lights up from last year, or when do you, when do you put it all up? Yeah. it's too early. Come on, Coles, settle down. Is it? Is, does Christmas lights still happen everywhere? Do people still actually do the decorations and the lights and the trees? Or mm, I don't know. Hey, you would well, get your place. You we put up on the first, around about the kids. first. About the first. Hey, uh, we, we changed the way we finished the show. We, I, was, I started to talk about this before. We normally chuck up a song each and we ask our listeners to vote which song we yeah. finish the show. But we're not, go, we're not doing that anymore. You picked Why? the song because it's it's run out. It's run out of steam. And you picked the I song last it, week. I loved it. listeners loved it. No, they didn't. Just because they kept picking my song. No, they didn't. But last week you picked a song. Mm. So this week it's my turn. No, no. If I get it right, I go again. No. No. How do you know you got it right? Because everyone loved it. People tuned off. But you want it, but you've, you've... What have you got? Well, no, 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 it's a surprise, but I'm telling you what. Oh, how are they going to vote It's a great, song? it's a great... No, they're not voting anymore. I'm just playing it, put up with it. It's a great Aussie anthem I'm playing tonight, and there's a it reason for it. Okay? But you wanted this. song. Yes. Just they play this every night <laughs> at Taronga. <laughs> Problem and was, I was saying, they were sleeping. Run, run, run away. I saw away. I saw an sleeping. I saw an interview. Um, is it run away, run away? I've got a fun fact about lions. Okay, go for it. Uh, they used to be found in Africa, Asia, and Europe. Right. Not in England or Great Britain. Why are they called the lions? Anyway, they used to be found in Africa, Asia, and Europe, but now. They're only in Africa, except for right. one other place. We'll get play outside of zoos. Where? Asia. Where? Uh, India. Do you, did you know that? Are you guessing? No. There's a pride of well, they have tigers in India. It doesn't mean they have lions. The same family. There is in a uh, in a national park in India. The Sasangir National Park, 350 to 400 lions live there. They're the only ones in roaming free outside of Africa. Nice. And right. some parts of Sydney, Mossman. I saw an interview. No, they're, they're back. They're I done. saw an interview today. On, I think it was on the Today Show, and 
the Blake's going, yeah, my kids woke up in the middle of the night and, said, and could hear the roaring from the from the lions. He's going, oh, that's just them in their enclosure, son. Go back to sleep. No, <laughs> it was outside the bloody tent. Oh, they're lucky, aren't they? I made that bit up. Maybe it wasn't outside the tent. Hey, Pete Bedell is going to join us uh, soon uh, with regards to everything rugby league. I want to ask Pete, and I don't get this, and I might as well throw it to you, uh, Badge, uh, straight off the top here. The Australian test team in the rugby league has been named for the mm. game against Lebanon a Saturday, early Saturday morning our time, in alphabetical order. Now, why would Mal do this? It Would it be to stop any chatter uh, about the whole DCE versus Cleary thing, you reckon? I don't know, but I don't like it. Oh. Well, just name your team. Come on. Name your team. Uh, and yeah, look, we know, but he must know the team. Just name your team. And, and the, the thing with the, num- the weird numbers that apart from James Tedesco, mm. everyone else is number 33 and 27 and 14, but you're playing on the wing. It's... It's um yeah it's doing my head in a bit, mm. so I'm not into it. Um, and uh, no one, please tell Mel when you talk to him that I've said this. But um, yeah, I, I I don't like it. I don't like it. Looks like um, uh, Cleary is going to play at half, but Daly Terry Evans will be in there as well. Yeah, well, Mel sort of indicated that on radio on Monday morning, saying that they'll both be in the team. Well, they are. They're both in the nineteen that was announced alphabetically today. Oh, I just. Oh, badge, I don't know. You've done it. You've been there, done that. Shouldn't Mal, and he could well do. But he can do whatever he likes. I, I know so that. So I'm not going to no, say no, no. he should do something and, else. And I'm not, no, but I'm not criticising him either. I'm saying, shouldn't Australia go into this game, considering they'll more than likely be playing, unless there's a major upset, New Zealand in a semi next? Yeah, oh, yeah, they'll beat Lebanon. So don't you think he should be going in with the team, the starting team he wants to play against New Zealand? No. Why not? I don't think that. I don't, he's got his reasons for doing what he's doing. I don't think you necessarily have to do that. They're still, I would say, given this, what, what's going on, is that they're still trialling some players, resting some players that might have a few little niggling injuries. They don't necessarily have to have the same side in this game as next week. Okay. You They've don't got think a touring squad. Okay. No. I think do whatever they, whatever they're doing. What do you think? If they listeners? get beaten, I might have a different opinion. Four five seven seven three six seven three six. What do you think, Mal? Named the squad or the team for Saturday morning's game in alphabetical order? I think it is to defuse the whole DCE and and Cleary thing. Craig from Maitland says uh, he's been on the text. It's been. It will be raining sixes tomorrow at the Adelaide Oval. Dave Warner will be fired up. Short boundaries. Well, short boundaries square the wicket. Yeah, well, Aussie supporters are definitely hoping that occurs against Afghanistan. Actually, Ian Healy weighed in on that uh, today, and he's he was talking about, you know, uh, chasing runs and, and what they should do tomorrow night. Weapons have got to go. We're chasing runs. That means we've got to get them quick. What if Afghanistan make 110? So, And I don't think the Afghanistan batting's that good, so that could happen. Right. We're going to have to get 110 in about 10 overs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another what the, what the mathematicians have got to go. So everyone's got to go. You've got to get uh, 10, 15 and over right from the word go. So Warner, swing away. Stoinis is opening for mine. Yeah, I agree. Love to see Stoinis up the top of the order. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just actually just got a text here from uh, the Jawa boys. The team has been named Cleary on the interchange. I'm looking at the team now that has Cleary on the interchange, Daly, Cherry Evans at 
at halfback. So okay. I didn't see that earlier today. Well, no, not in the not in the media release I got from uh, the ARL. Mm. It was just the nineteen man ha- squad. Harry Grant starting. He rested last week, and that means that so the resting Ben Hunt. So they 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 instead of having two hookers in Hunt and and, and Grant. Cleary's going onto the bench. I thought it might have been the other way around with Cherry Evans on the bench and Cleary starting. But um, so they're both in there. I don't think that'll be the team next week, Woogie. So they, I, I imagine, if injuries aside, you got to have Grant and Hunt in your halves when they play the the best forward pack in the competition next week. If if and when they get through ES eleven on when they play New Zealand, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with DCE starting tomorrow. I think Cleary should be and be given. Every opportunity to get the combination with Munster going. Well, I was asked during, early in the week who I'd pick, and I said Cherry Evans, but most people said they would have Nathan Cleary there. But clearly Mel has other ideas. Oh, that selectors. worries me that Cleary's not starting. Why? They're playing Lebanon, mate. They're going to win. Well, it doesn't matter, though. They, okay, look at it as a warm-up, Well, a he trial. might say, okay, well, you, he gets to go this week. You're going to have a go next week. Is that how it works? Cleary, yeah, it could. It absolutely it could. And then we'll see, you know, then we'll... we'll I want him there okay. next week. So, Daly, here's your chance. So, it doesn't matter if you're the best halfback in the in the world. You don't start at halfback. That's right. What do you well, think? Clearly, I mean, that's what he's done. If you think Nathan Cleary is the best halfback in the world, he then... is clearly well, but, <laughs> the but, best halfback but in the world. The, the 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 halves that won the Origin against all odds that should never have won again were Cherry Evans and Munster. Oh, please! What? That doesn't count for anything. No, well, no, no well, I thought you're only as good as your last game, and the last eight games are manly. You're only disgusting. as good as your last origin game. Oh, bull. That last that last eight games are manly were, were terrible. It was all Cherry Evans' fault. No, no, but he was a part of that. Yeah. In the meantime, Cleary's just won a premiership with Penrith. Right. Again. So why don't we just pick the Penrith team? No, it's not about Tedesco that. Tedesco didn't, didn't go on no, but it's not premiership. about that. Why shouldn't Dylan Edwards be there on, on well, that Well, Dylan night? Edwards should Who be there. Who the man of the match? No, it's not about so that. So he should be on the tour. No, you know what? It, you know what this is? We're comparing those two plays against each other. And, it, it, and mate, you, you, you've got maroon eyes in to say that DCE's a better halfback than Cleary. Well, they're not maroon eyes that are saying that on what you're saying, Dylan Edwards should be in there for, for Tedesco because he won a premiership. And, to, Tedesco, and the Roosters no, didn't go as far as the they should That's not the reason. I'm looking at form going into this tour, and Cleary's is way better really? than DCE's. Okay. He's very good. Remember, he missed so a lot you, of footy. So you're saying he, it isn't? Oh, I'm, I'm saying Daly Cherry Evans is a very, very, very good player, and that's why he's there. But his form you of late... You want to get Mal on the phone. You, you <laughs> yes. tell you why he's picked him. Well, that'd be nice. If he wasn't if he crook, could I would. It. it would be nice. He's a bit crook. And you mate. know Tedesco's the best fullback in the game he in the is. world. That's why he's number one. Right here, what do you think? 0457 736 736. We've got to go um, mate. I think I'm about to get smashed on the text line here. Anyway. We're going to talk to Pete Bedell and get his uh, opinion on that. Before we go to a break, though, uh, as we talked about, massive game for the Aussies tomorrow against Afghanistan. Robert Craddock says there is no obvious emotional electric current running through their campaign in the way that is often a key trait of a home team at a World Cup. They look a bit flat badge. They mm. really do. Um, it's like we're just waiting for them to click and fire up. Um, Ian Healy this morning on Radio Agree saying for the defending world champions is he doesn't feel there is a groundswell of support either for the team, which was what our listeners were saying last night. Have a listen to this. Over the last week, I haven't sensed a strong, uplifting support for the team. Like India, they don't really care how their team's going. They just support them. 
really, really well. You know, we just don't get this blind support anymore. It must have to be earned at the moment. So these boys are must feel that they have to re-earn a respect, you know. Is this just me feeling this or am I wrong? Uh, does our national cricket team have an image problem? And if so, why? And what can be done to rectify this in our listeners' minds? Mm. Very similar to what you said last night, what many people said last night. It's just not quite there. Look, I, I'm, I'm, I just blindly follow Australia. I want them to win. Mm-hmm. You've got, and a lot of people are pretty upset with a lot of the goings on of late and, uh, you know, uh, not feeling the same way about them as they would in, in previous tournaments. Maybe if they sneak into the finals and go great in the next few games after this one, after Afghanistan, then we'll all get a bit more excited. Uh, here's a really good text from uh, Brad from Redhead. G'day, boys. I reckon Mal is giving DCE his farewell start in the Kangaroos, then sub Cleary in for the majority of the match to prep for New Zealand. That could be the case. Could be. Could be, Brad. Yeah, good point. Um, another one here says, uh, yeah, it, gents in an early, this is from Mark, in an earlier Kangaroo tour, Lewis and Mortimer had to play second fiddle to Sterling and Kenny. And actually in 80, 86, Wally was the 5'8", 82, Yes, Lewis Mortimer and Mark Murray, who was over there as well. Sterling and Kenny, they just won their second grand final in a row with power and they, they got the nod and they were outstanding. So, and, and Wally, I think, played at lock um, on that tour. So, look, often you've got too many great players. I've seen Mal not met, on a couple of tours not picked in the centres. He played off the bench in some tests. He played, he played uh, in the second row in a test in 1986 mm. because Brett Kenny... Gene Miles playing great football. So you just can't fit them all in sometimes. Okay. It's tricky. All right, keep your text coming through. Pete Dell, the chief league rider for the Courier Mail, joins us next. This is Sports Day for Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Ah, uh, Sats having a home holiday. Badge and Jace here tonight. Geez, the text machine's blowing up on 0457 736 736. Gary Belcher getting controversial and cranky Ooh. at me tonight. I uh, thought I'd cop it after I backed uh, Cherry Evans, but um, yeah, Hamstrings from Narrabeen says... Cherry Evans ate Cleary for breakfast in Origin 3. Ooh, with the right team, yeah. I'd take DCE's experience over Cleary, who can disappear on the rep front. Well, everybody Harsh. ate DCE's breakfast in the last eight rounds when he was playing for the Sea Eagles this year. So uh, take, take that. Cop that, buddy. Let's get the chief league rider <laughs> from the Courier-Mail on the line. He'll sort this out for us. Pete Bedell, welcome to Sports Day. Hello, boys. I didn't think Badge would ever get fired up or angry, oh, boys. What's no, going on? No, no, no. Actually, I would need you to clear we something love up. Badge. Pete, <laughs> clear something up for us. Um, yes. We've heard conflicting reports. Do you know who's going to start in, at halfback for Australia against Lebanon? Well, I'm hearing, guys, it'll be Nathan Cleary. I mean, he's been the best player in my eyes for two years in the NRL, and I tend to agree with Jace. I thought DCE's back half of the season for Manly was probably as bad as I've seen him play in quite a long time. Like, I'm a huge fan of DCE, but he's 
I thought he really struggled at the back end. And I, I just think Nathan, for me, is the form halfback of, of the competition. And he deserves to be the seven. I think it would be sweet reward for what he's done for Penrith over the last two to three years. Have you been watching the uh, the World Cup with a lot of interest, mate? I don't know. Some of it's been a bit tricky because there's been plenty of big score lines, but finally getting down to the uh, the pointy end. So you must be a bit excited about it. Yeah, actually, you know what? I I love international football. I mean, I know a lot of people think it's Mickey Mouse, but I've, I'm a traditionalist. I remember the days of yourself in the in the mighty green and gold badge in the number one jumper, and I've always had a great regard for international football. Look, I've got to say. I think there's probably too many teams in this World Cup. I'd probably go with a 10-team World Cup in the next phase. But, look, some of the games have... I, I thought they would have been a little bit more competitive, especially England versus Samoa. I was really looking forward to that to launch the tournament, and it was a real letdown. But I think now... I think the final eight teams are pretty competitive. I think Lebanon will do OK against Australia, and I'd love to... I can't wait for, for Samoa v Tonga. I think mm. that'll be a Pacific... Island uh, blockbuster, so I can't. I, I'm looking forward to the knockout phase, and now that now the real games start, which is great. Pete, you mentioned uh, badge in the number one jersey. How pathetic! How horrible has has the numbering for, <laughs> for the kangaroos? Paul been? from Narrabeen has said. I think what a lot of people uh, have said. He said, "I'm with you. Can't get my head around those stupid numbers for the for the uh, Aussies. Can't believe it's been done. Just ridiculous. Doesn't make. I can't make any sense of it. What do you reckon, Pete?" Oh, Badge, don't get me started, honestly. I, no one hates this. No one hates this system more than me. I think it's an absolute joke. And Mao partly to blame for all of this. I mean, I, in my eyes, he didn't have the courage to just come out and say that Nathan Cleary was going to be his number seven. So he wanted to form this ridiculous numbering system based on the alphabetical order or the number of caps for Australia. I mean, just, just have the balls and pick Nathan Cleary as the seven, right? And so all the other nations have gone with their best one to 17, and then the other guys have been picked from 18 to 24. So the numbering system still could have been valid if Australia just picked their best 17. Instead, Mao Meninga wanted to play mind games, and I just think it's made a whole... It's made a dog's breakfast of the, the whole numbering system. And if you're new to the game, you don't know the positions, yep. you're, you'd be all over the shop. So for me, I, mm. I think it's been a real disappointment. Just keep it simple. Is that why the media release today from uh, the NRL had the team, uh, the 19, announced in alphabetical order as well? I had a feeling it had to do with the whole DCE versus Cleary thing as well. Of course, Jase. I mean, what else is it? And this is the thing that, that annoys me. We all, we're not stupid. Like, just, just man up. Pick the best 17. We know who the halves are. Like, we know Nathan Cleary's the best seven in the game. That's fine. Like, I'm sure Daly Cherry Evans would half concede that. So just pick your number seven. And even if there is media discussion about it, who cares? We know Nathan Cleary's a great halfback, as is DCE. So you can't lose either way. But I just think it's... I think it's lacked courage, the whole alphabetical system. I, I just don't like it at all. Now, while that's been going on overseas, back home, there's some uh, some... Bit of drama between the clubs and the NRL. Still no collective bargaining agreement. The uh, the clubs have been trying to get this sorted out basically for the whole season. And I reckon they're going to they're going to uh, sidestep Andrew Abdo and go straight to Peter Volandis. Well, are they going to get this sorted soon, Pete? I don't I don't think they even know what the salary cap is yet for next year exactly. Yeah, well, it probably won't get sorted too soon because I find that the the posturing in all this very fascinating. I mean, 
suggesting you're going to bypass Andrew Abdo to go to Peter Valandis is a bit like going to mum instead of dad when you don't get what you want. I mean, the bottom line is Peter Valandis and Andrew Abdo are united in their sentiments. So I don't see the point in going to Valandis because they both feel the same way on a number of topics. And what people don't realise, Badge, is there's been a list of demands sent to the NRL. 26 pages of demands have been sent to the NRL from the clubs and the RLPA. Now, like, that's a farce. I mean, 26 pages of demands. And I know some of the demands, some of them are over the top. And I think that's part of the reason this has taken so long to resolve. I mean, there's just so many issues to wade through. And at the end of the day, I think the the deal the NRL's put to the clubs is pretty feasible. They're, they're lifting the salary cap by more than a million dollars. The players will be paid better than ever. So the new salary cap, from what I'm told, will be in excess of a million, $11 million. It's currently around 10 So I think it's a win for the clubs. Players will be paid better than they ever have. Mm. So I, I hope it gets resolved because I think at the end of the day, we just want the CBA done. It should have been done by now and hopefully can get sorted in the next two to three weeks. Do you reckon there is one demand that may be blocking a decision like they just can't they can't agree on both sides well one demand jace that i know is that the rlpa is seeking a right of veto on every decision the game makes which to me is ridiculous i mean the game is the governing body who does the rlpa think they are to have a say in every decision the game makes it's nonsense so at the end of the day, let the NRL run the show, let them run the finances. And I think they've shown in the fact that they're about to announce record revenues and record profits that Peter Volandis is very fiscally responsible. He knows what he's doing. And he's shown that he's been very proactive in getting the game back on track through COVID. So I think Peter Volandis is pro-player. He's shown that before mm. during the COVID period when players didn't have the drastic pay cuts that we first forecast. So... I think Peter Valenis is always considerate of the players' interests and, and I, I, I hope they can get it sorted because we just want to go into the new season with the players having certainty about their payments and their futures and we can enjoy the football they produce. All it, that and he's good with money too. And he's very good with comedy. His stand-up is particularly great <laughs> as well, so I hope he takes that on the road. <laughs> hey, it's, it's November 3, Pete. We haven't seen a feeding frenzy with players coming off uh, contract at the end of 2023. What's going on? Do you know anything? Oh, there's a couple of things, guys. I mean, we, we see uh, the great uh, John Bateman will be coming back to the NRL. He's set to join the Tigers again. Uh, but I've got a, <laughs> I had a story today that uh, the Dolphins have formally expressed interest in Dylan Brown, the Parramatta playmaker who's off contract next year. So that will be interesting. He's, Parramatta's got a real issue on their hands. They can't afford to keep everybody. And Dylan will command big dollars on the open market. So I know the Dolphins, having missed out on Cameron Munster, they will be targeting Dylan Brown and they want to meet with him when he returns from the World Cup. So keep an eye on that one. And uh, I know Kobe Hedrington's done a new deal with the Broncos and at Penrith, the Premiers, they're looking to extend Brian To'o and Steve Crichton when they return from World Cup duty. So a couple of things going on, but uh, could be a few months before we see some more big-name signings and retentions. Yeah, the problem with that is a lot of those big names are playing in the World Cup, so I don't think they're going to be doing these deals straight away. But, um, yeah, good on you, Pete. Okay, and, yes. and, and just, just quickly, um, yeah, the Dolphins, the, the new team, there hasn't been a lot about them recently. Is there any sort of buzz around? 
Yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one, Dad. I spoke to Wayne Bennett yesterday, actually, about this. They actually start their pre-season on Monday. It's, it's meant to be, of course, such a historic day because there's a new club coming into the NRL officially with their pre-season launching. But uh, talking to Wayne, and he's got 17 players away in England on World Cup duties. And he'll only have a squad of about 10 kids at training on Monday. And even Christian Wolfe, his chief assistant, is over at the World Cup with Tonga. <laughs> so it will be, it'll be a pretty small pool of players there on day one at Redcliffe. And I'll be out there seeing them go through their paces. But yeah, the, I guess it'll still be a while, Badge, before things crank up. I know Wayne said January 4 is when he expects his whole squad back. So he'll have all 30 players available from January 4. So for the next six to eight weeks, it'll be pretty pretty much work to rule but um, yeah I think it'll be exciting when we do see them play their first trial I think that's when we'll start to see some buzz around the new club Have they got a home yet though? I guess that's the big question or they're just no, the no, Dolphins No fixed address No fi- SeaWorld Dolphins They're just <laughs> they're just travelling around like the lions <laughs> Yes Escaping. The ones at the zoo Yeah Oh right I gotcha Pete Mate, this is why you're the chief leg rider. This is why you're the head honcho. This is why you're the big cheese. You've got all the good oil. We appreciate you sharing it with us tonight on Sports Day, mate. No worries, boys. Anytime. There he goes, Pete Bedell, the best in the business by a mile. Gee, some big stuff there. What about the Rugby League Players Association wanting to control the game, basically? Oh, I know. <laughs> that's, that, hang yeah, on. That is. Tubes. Come on, that's ridiculous. Where's the uh, where's the laughing lady? That's the one, really. That's just going over the top. <laughs> I'll leave you to cough, Badge. <laughs> this is Sports Day, the eight-seat Kia Carnival, a grand utility vehicle. I tell you what, the text machine is blowing up. A lot more DCE support than I expected. We'll get to that. Yes. We'll get to that next. Funny about that. Maybe we'll skip those ones. Uh, next on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, no Sats here. He'll be back on uh, Monday nights. Your texts are coming through, Re, the selection dilemma around the Australian Rugby League team. DCE or Nathan Cleary? It hasn't been decided. No, we've been throwing a bit of a furphy. There is one uh, news outlet, um, a minor one, that has said that it's going to be Cherry Evans at halfback and Cleary on the bench. I think that's wrong. I don't think that's going to happen. However, it may... um, and, but it's amazing how much support Cherry Evans has from our listeners. Cleary had brilliant players surrounding him all season, this one says, and that's why he looks so good. Cherry Evans had good players around him all season. The only way to compare both is when they both play with the best of the states. That means Cherry Evans, uh, well, yeah, he can adapt, Cleary cannot, this one says. So they're pretty harsh on him, aren't they? This is great banter. Uh, it really Rod, is. Toronto Rod says Cherry Evans should be captain. It's okay. normal that whoever what? wins Origin uh, should should be the that, captain. Wh- how, oh. When's that? No, that's not normal. No way. It used oh, to I, be in the old days, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But no, not necessarily. But I get what, why Mel, you know, there was no guarantee that, and still there's no guarantee Cherry Evans is going to be in the side. Has to go with Teddy, who's been just one of the best players in the world for many, many years. And... Uh, and he led New South Wales to victory in 2021, didn't he? Mm. There you go.
That that argument is ridiculous as the one saying he's the incumbent, so he should be there when we haven't played a test match in three years. Yes, that's right. And he wasn't the incumbent. No, actually um, he wasn't. That wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, go more. We've got time. Um, Mark says, guys, let's face it, you can afford to keep chopping and changing the team because it's a weak World Cup. If they were playing three tests against New Zealand and three against Great Britain, Mal wouldn't keep changing the team. Yeah, but who would he go with? Well, I don't know. Good point. Who, who will you? What do you think? We know what you think, and you know I think. And um, righto. Uh, Laurie apparently said this morning that Cleary is in and DCE is on the bench, and he should know he is a selector. Andrew from Lamia says, "I'm happy to leave it to Mal. He knows how to win in England." Good point. He does. Uh, someone for kangaroo tours more than anyone else. Absolutely. Someone in that studio has too much respect for Mao. Oh, we both have respect for Mao. <laughs> is he talking about me or you? Probably uh, me. He's gone soft. Just tell Cherry Evans he is not in the side already. The starting side for next week should be starting this week to work on team cohesion. Silly to pick people from the national t- team because of loyalty. I agree with that. Yeah, but in your opinion, Mao's got obviously got a lot to. Uh, a lot of reasons why he wants to play certain players and, and not play others. And, you know, this isn't going to be the hardest game of the tournament. They've got two more coming up. And, he, like, as I said, he's resting Ben Hunt. Harry Grant's coming in. Last week went the opposite way. So those two guys are getting more game time each, and then he's going to make a decision how he's going to go with that combination. I've got a half a text here. Badge, on the most loyal of cattle dogs, and I agree with you 100% on DC. He dominated Cleary to win an unwinnable series. Um, yeah, give him a go. Yep, but then Wara Wombat says people are dreaming if they think DCE is on Cleary's level. So it's it's in the eyes of the beholder. Look, Cleary's outstanding, no doubt at all. He's going to be mm. there long term. But um, Mal's not thinking, I don't think he's thinking about long term. I think he's thinking about how's he going to win this tournament? What's the best combinations that he can have? Mick from Currajong, uh, DCE should only be in the squad as a backup, take Origin out of it. He doesn't deserve it. Cleary is back-to-back reigning Premier. Cleary is the first choice, and there's not even an argument for that. Well, there is. Who won Origin, Mick? Yeah, but it's not. It's my argument. Oh, it you was said it's not months. an argument. I'm saying that's my argument. But it was six months ago. And he was ago. with Munster, and they won um, in okay. a very difficult series against a wonderful team, New South Wales. We got Yo. They lost another unlosable series. You got Yo. So they did well. And you've got all, uh, other part of the spine yes. is also Teddy. He didn't yeah. play with them. No, he didn't. But he played. But he played with uh, Munster, Grant, and Hunt. Okay, so there you go. But that's a stupid argument. It's not it, a stupid it argument. Is a stupid, and if, 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 six if, months ago, it's not. It was. Sorry, but, but since then he's been playing in a manly side whose forward Which is pack's crap. going like is going terrible. So how can you compare the way he played when when Cleary is behind one of the great forward packs and but, they're go, they're playing extremely okay. well and he's got Yo inside him? But listen to that argument just for a second. You're saying Cleary's only good because his team's good, and no, D- no, no, I didn't no, no. say that. Well, that's I what, never said it. That's what you I guys never are saying. It. I'm he's... saying he's playing with a very, very good team. That's not the only reason he's good. He's an okay. outstanding halfback. But others are saying but this as well. Cherry Evans, yep. didn't have the same opportunity at the back end after that whole uh, inclusive ju- inclusivity yep. jersey yep. fiasco. Yep, they they dropped their bundle. How is he going to play well, the so, rest of the team, when they've got their bottom lips dragging? Yeah, no, I get that. But that's we're allowing DCE some slack on that side, but not. we're all just assuming that Cleary is really good because the players are I never him. assumed that. Well, I never even said it, never implied we, it. You just dreamed it. You just said about the forward I pack. I said he's got a great forward pack. 
Cherry Evans didn't. That doesn't imply that, that Cleary can't play. I've well, said numerous occasions he's a great halfback, probably the best in the world. He's outstanding. What I've said, it, you can't compare that because Cherry Evans didn't have the same opportunity with Manly. Mm. But when he played for Queensland, he did, and they won. 0457 736 736. Uh, what do you think? Badge and I clearly on different sides. And I do respect your opinion, Badge. Oh, you, you play, don't know. You I do. Stuff up. You do. <laughs> you played at the highest level. I get it. But I think you've been a bit parochial in this, in this decision making. Really? Well, I'm not picking the team. I know. I you keep asking me why Mal is doing this stuff and I try to explain and then you, then you go, well, he's that. wrong. I never said why no, he's not Why would he do stuff? that? I didn't say that. I want to know who should be playing in that, well, it's not even a number seven, uh, as the halfback. And I disagree with the decision on DCE. Anyway, it's up to our listeners. 0457 736 736. Keep your texts coming through. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The eight-seat Kia Carnival Grand Utility Vehicle. Do you need a drink? Do we need Let's to... talk cricket or something else. Let's slam the cricketers soon uh, here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. With Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, Badger Jace here tonight. Sats back on Monday night. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Or 1300 01170 if you want to give us a call just quickly. Pakistan taking on South Africa tonight at the SCG in the ICC T20 World Cup. That'd be a good game. Mate, that's a ripper. Mm. Uh, Pakistan have won the toss and elected to bat. James wants to have his say, Badge, on the Cleary versus DCE debate. G'day, James. Hey, afternoon, evening. Um, yeah, with this, you're trying to compare apples and oranges, really. If you're trying to compare Penrith versus Manly, that's why you can't compare Cleary and DCE over the regular season because you look at those two different two teams, they're completely and utterly different. Mm. It's like, who's the best Formula One driver? Is it Verstappen or is it Lewis? Well, hang on, Verstappen's car goes a lot quicker. It's a lot faster. It's, his equipment that he sits in is a lot better than Lewis Hamilton. That's why he's winning. Maybe because you don't know. You can't compare them until you have them both in the same, exact same equipment. And the closest you can compare Cleary and DCE is when they have state of origin, who has the, where they have the best teams around them. Cleary is good because he's had them, the same players around him the whole time. Cherry Evans, he can adapt a lot better than what Cleary can because when Cleary gets the best of the Blues in the team, he doesn't fire as well. Rightio. James right. from Hornsby, James. we've got to go, mate. Thank Good you, you mate. for your call. What do you think? One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Quick text. Uh, hey guys, yeah, way too early for Christmas decorations. Where's Sats? My missus had twin boys yesterday, and we named them Royce and Sattler. No, really. Royce and being huge Penrith fans. Wow! Yesterday, congratulations. congratulations. How would you know the difference? Twin boys. Sattler, yeah, better tackle. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's. You'll be a better tackler. That is very good. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, We're going to go to a break. (laughs) Some of our stations are leaving us uh, for the cricket. If you want to continue listening, uh, the SCN app, download it. You'll find us on there. Get to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Day. Gary Belcher just finishing off a beautiful-smelling um, curry. That's good, Badge. It is nice, yeah. God, that's good. Jeez, I want a curry now. Face, my wife made a beautiful curry. Now, do you freeze that? Because apparently you're not allowed to freeze. Yes, you can. <laughs> you do. Who said that last night? I don't know. One of us, Tim meat. from Parks, was it? Said you can't, you can't freeze meat. Hmm. Didn't that cause a storm? 0457 736 736. What is causing a storm tonight for McDonald Jones Homes? And their birthday sale is on now is the DCE versus Cleary Ooh. dilemma. It's up, isn't it? Now, if Mao had have just named the side, mm. we wouldn't. you and I wouldn't be arguing. And a lot of people around, around New South Wales and Queensland wouldn't be arguing about this tonight. I think we're debating, aren't we? We're debating. Oh, you, you get a bit personal. You <laughs> do. You just make stuff up. <laughs> Well, you said Nathan Cleary can't play. It's just his forward pack. I never said that. Toronto Rod says, why does Justin argue with Badge? Badge is the NRL legend. Yes, and I said I respect Gary Belcher's opinion. I really do on this. Yes. Justin, the fourth best cricket reporter, maybe argue with Badge on cricket, not rugby league. Well, we we argued about that last night. Yeah. <laughs> we argued so about a lot of things. We need, we need Sats back We're Monday. like a married couple. We, like, we are those two old blokes off the Muppets. Mm. Stadler and Waldorf. Yeah, we are those two. Hey, um, if you want to get involved, we'd love to hear from you. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number for McDonald Jones Homes. Or you can shoot us a text, 0457 736 736. Badge, do you want to clear out a couple of uh, couple of text messages here? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, hey, uh, Badge and Walker, did you happen to hear about the NRL looking to have an official pre-season comp? Great idea. We did, Daniel. Um Long overdue. Rugby league has a long and proud history of pre-season tournaments, most recently with the Tui's Challenge Cup in the early 90s. Yeah, they did. They had right through the Amco Cup, the KB Cup, all that stuff. And I, I played in the uh, the Tui's Challenge uh, in the 80s and 90s. It was great. Uh, and it actually went into the season proper, and you were playing Wednesday nights. I used to love quite that. Quite often. I used to love that. Could we? Could mm. we do that? Nowadays, could we have a midweek comp badge? Well, they're dead set. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be midweek or what. They're dead set looking at having it uh, a lot. Like, see, I think there's they've realised that the NAB Cup in the AFL is, is very is very very good as their preseason tournament. Um, and what they want to do next year, if they can get it happening, St Helens are going to come over for the World Club Challenge. Make them the 18th team. There include you go. them. So uh, it's gen- generally it's a knockout, um, and so it would mean that. Some teams are going to have to play, uh, you know, well, you don't want to play four games. Do you want to work it out on the whiteboard over here in the studio? Mm, Jack can work that out. He's better <laughs> with that. But you don't want to play four trials. You, you want to have probably three yeah. max. But um, I, I, I love the idea. I love it. And I really enjoyed the, um, yeah, the uh, the old Tui's Challenge. Could we, like we love our footy, right? We absolutely. National Panasonic Cup, that was the other one. That, yeah, absolutely. Could we see a, a competition midweek which involves the Queensland and New South Wales Cup teams. Uh, could we do something like that? Just Do we that, need it? 
Yeah, we do. Well, we could we could have rugby league every night of the week. Are you thinking maybe like uh, in the in the in soccer they allow every team like the FA Cup in England yep. and in Australia they allow every club to join in knock out and we have you FFA be, FFA Cup here wherever you like yep. um, no I don't think they'll do that I, I just look there's a lot of footy to squeeze in next year it's a really tricky draw they're trying to come up with it might this might have to go on the back burner until 2024 but I like the idea. Tim from Parks is uh, on the text again. He's going, who the hell freezes meat? Maybe when you go camping, when you're in survival mode, but otherwise I'll never freeze meat in my house. But why, Tim? Give us the reason. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Does does the meat deteriorate? Are we doing it right? Are we not handling our meat properly? Hmm. Uh, Toronto Rod is, geez, he's busy. He's texting like a teenage girl tonight. Will Wade, Captain Australia, Finch is out. Yes, he will. Is Finch out? If Finch is out. If Finch is out. Right, we don't know yet. No, join Robson Civil Projects, jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Finch is saying that he's about, I don't know, I think he's, he talked about whether he was fit enough to play and whether he wasn't fit enough to play. And uh, he's saying uh, he's around about 70% ready for for Mm. Friday night. I wouldn't play Finch tomorrow night. I'd put Stoinis at the top of the order. I'd put Tim David up the order. I'd, I'd have all our big. You, look, oh, you're dropping the captain now. I thought you can't do that in league. I'd rest him. Right. I certainly would because he's not the quickest. Between we will need runs. We will need runs quickly tomorrow night. It's yeah. about it's about run rate, right? Yep. I would. I'd certainly be. I agree with Heels. I'd be opening with Stoinis and Warner. Second over, one for 11, Pakistan. Have you just ignored what I've just said? Yeah, there? I did something about Thornus or something. I've got, uh, from our listeners, one of our listeners ending in 153 with the Australian cricket team. There are just no good blokes in there to support. Look at Cummins about the sponsorship. Steve Smith's a bit of a weirdo. Uh, they're not like the old oh, days of Border well, and well, Merv. You just find it hard to like them. Yeah, I think that's a bit harsh. Yeah. I think that's a bit harsh. You know who I like in that? I like him. I love Steve Smith. Outstanding. Cummins, Stark. I'm, I'm all over these You players. know who I like Maxie. in that? You know who I like in that cricket? I love Zampa. He doesn't get the credit yeah. he deserves. Nathan Lyon, one of the all-time great blokes. Yeah. The GOAT. Um, this is what Finch had to say, by the way, about whether he'll be fit. Uh, very hopeful to, yeah. We'll have a good hit out this afternoon and uh, give it a solid test out. Good question. Maybe 70-30? Yeah. I'll, I'll, but I'll, I'll test it out properly this afternoon to make sure that that I'm not hindering the side at all um, leading into the game. Because I think that's the worst possible scenario is that you leave the guys short out there with one one player fewer. And the reason I wouldn't play Finch tomorrow is because exactly what Ian Healy says here about chasing runs and scoring quickly. Weapons have got to go. We're chasing runs. That means we've got to get them quick. What if Afghanistan make 110 so, and I don't think the Afghanistan batting's that good. So that could happen. Right. We're going to have to get 110 in about 10 overs. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another what the what the mathematicians have got to go. So everyone's got to go. You, you've got to get uh, 10, 15 and over right from the word go. So Warner, swing away. Stoinis is opening for mine. Yep, I agree. There you go. Well. You can't argue with Ian Healy's and so line, so mate. So Finchie's 70-30. He says his hamstring. Yeah. Mm. And Wade will – I forgot. It reminds me of Sammy Bacco. Jenna asked him, how's your hamstring, Sammy? He said, oh, 80-40 chance of playing. <laughs> Is that – did you make that up when no, that really true. happened? It's true. <laughs> Dean Lance and Sam are both 
engine and they said, how are you, Dean? He said, oh, I'm probably a 60-40. My shoulder's not good. What about you, Sam? He said, no, I'm better than Dino. I'm 80-40. That's great. He was the best interview we had on last year. Oh, he was great, Sam. We did. Fortunately, we, we, <laughs> we pre-recorded it because yes. there was a little bit of bleeping going on, but he was fun. For any young, inspiring hosts and producers of don't, the podcast, don't ring, him, don't ring him live. <laughs> All right. Uh, I swear to God, I've never sweated so much in my life, and it took me two hours to edit that. Uh, Tim from Parks again. Lads, the meat loses all its taste and texture, and you might as well eat cardboard. All you meat freezers are crazy. Oh, come on, mate. Don't label us. You haven't got the right freezer. (laughs) Uh, Text here from 060. Send the Gary Belcher to the sick bay for a lie down and a Bex. A Bex. That's been a long time. Bex and Vincent's, yeah. Cherry Evans is lucky he got a game versus Italy. He will fill the water bottles for the rest of the World Cup. Nathan Cleary is going to be one of the greatest players of all time. Cherry Evans lucky he got in the squad. There you go. Good on you. And Nathan Cleary, I'm with you that he's he potentially could be one of the, the greatest players. Hey, just on the cricket, Hill's mentioned before um, about not sure why Australians aren't in love with the Australian cricket. So I'm paraphrasing. Do you want to hear what Hill said said before? This is what he said on his radio show this Righto. morning about support from the public for the Australian cricket team. Over the last week, I haven't sensed a strong, uplifting support for the team. Like India, they don't really care how their team's going. They just support them really, really well. You know, we just don't get this blind support anymore. It must have to be earned at the moment. So these boys must feel that they have to re-earn a respect. You know, is this just me feeling this or am I wrong? Uh, Does our national cricket team have an image problem? And if so, why? And what can be done to rectify this in our listeners' minds? I agree. We talked about last night. I think we've gone back to where we were before Sandpaper Gate. Where I feel that the Australian... Or right after it when... Well, even before... Badge, I had that feeling before as well. And you're right, afterwards as well. Yeah, I I just... I thought we were becoming out of reach. You know, this team has always been our team. This cricket team has always been, through the years, through the decades... Yep. The Australian cricket team has been our team. and, And I just thought they became a bit too good. A bit aloof. Yeah, and out of touch. And then when I saw something happen, as soon as JL and Tim Payne took over the leadership of the team, I saw the players hanging around, signing autographs again, talking to fans over the fence, smiles oh, on their faces. they had an image, image problem that had to be fixed in a hurry, and they did a great job. But I think it's coming back, and I think it's crept back into it. Just Ooh. my opinion. And what happens then, I, you just go, oh, they're too arrogant. I'm not, I'm not interested. Mm. And you talked earlier. Hey, well, well, leadership starts at the top. So you're saying yes? I agree Cummins. with that. No, I'm talking about even above Cummins. Mm. I'm talking about the whole setup, and I just think it's don't forget who buys the merchandise. Don't forget who buys yeah. the tickets. Well, the the problem for some of them is you come into a system where you you're not just struggling to make a living, and you have to perform your best and be your best on and off the field to make a living to to. to to get a career, they come in and they're just paid a hell of a lot of mm-hmm. money um, to go and play one day cricket. And play, sorry, play T Twenty cricket all yep. around the world. And this, yep. you know, they players can lose touch with reality. I'm not saying all of them, but it only takes a few for you to get a bit of a bad taste in your mouth about them. All sports people 
Well, not all, but not every single sports person, but across all sports you kind of do because you put up on a pedestal, you're paid very well, yeah. things are done for you. You do lose that. that Sense of reality. Absolutely. So I don't know. I just hope someone manages this and gets onto it quick smart. Uh, Mark says, in terms of what Hills said about the Australian cricket team, we aren't in India or England or anywhere else and don't hear all the media of India or England aren't playing well, I'm pretty sure the public and media in England, in England and India uh, would be criticising the team also. Oh, I think in England, they're very harsh. England, have, uh, the media Absolutely. In, are very harsh they're on all their sports. Not so much in India. They're, they're just, they're treated like gods yeah. over there, and they'll do whatever Indian cricket does. It's, it's, it's a really interesting situation. On that, can I also mention the crowds? I feel like the crowds at Australian cricket games are down. I'm seeing bigger crowds in Australia for the T, T20 World Cup mm. for team, for games not involving Australia. There was a wonderful crowd last night at the Adelaide Oval, rain-affected game between Bangladesh and India. There was a bigger crowd at the Gabba for England and New Zealand mm. than there was for Australia-Ireland. I, I, why aren't we getting out I and don't going know. on the ground? I don't know. Yeah. What I, I do know is, can you just hold this cup for me while I put a sample in it? I know. You and Jack, by the way. I've got here. Hey, Jason, this is from Crouching Tiger. Jason, can you please drug test badge? And anyone else who thinks Cherry Evans is on the same level as Cleary? Well, there's a lot of listeners that have said that, and now it's you know lots and lots of support for Cherry Evans, and now it's swinging back the other way. Um, it says DCE is clearly not uh, – he, he's not – Cleary is not just the best halfback, but the best player in the NRL. Mm, um, yeah. And and don't give us that incumbency bit as well. No it one's was doing about that. Incumb- no, we're not. No, we no, haven't mentioned not. that. And and one of the other listeners said if it was about incumbency. Well, what happened to uh, to Cookie? Yeah, I didn't right think past. he's. I'm a South supporter, but I, I didn't think his year was that bad. Yeah, but the other blokes are outstanding. Oh, Grant, like Grant should be in that starting Grant. side. Mm. I don't think I don't think Hunt was any better than Cookie. I think Hunt was just a really good player. In but a he's bad got, team. but he's also got a bit more versatility about him to yeah, cover true. those halves. Yeah, 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 something no. happens there. Good call. Uh, what else? So disappointing. I keep hearing that. Oh, yeah, we've already covered that one off. Um, hang on, there's some stuff here about an EPL report. Evening, fellas. When I was a kid, I couldn't leave the table until my plate was finished. What I would do is eat all the things I, I couldn't stomach first, so I'd save the best to last. I do that with baked potatoes, Badge. Do you do that Ooh. with baked potatoes? You I... eat all the good bits or the potato? No, I leave baked potatoes till last in a roast. Right. Do no, you do... I like the roast. Well, well, no, well, that is part of the roast. Okay. Are you listening? Hello? No, no I, I, I like having the roast straight up with everything. No, I, I, I oh, eat a bit of everything. Oh, you cut up and put it all on the fork at the same time? Yeah, I eat a bit of everything. Oh, jeez, you're good. How do you stop your peas from falling off? Anyway, that's it. I'll talk to you in the break. <laughs> uh, which brings me to my current dilemma. Can we do Jack's EPL report at the start of the show? Get it out of the way early. That's <laughs> Stephen Dubbo. That's harsh, isn't it? It is. I love Jack's EPL report. Oh, yeah. Do you? Fills a good hole. Virat Kohli, 64 not out of 44 deliveries. Helped India win last night. But Bangladesh was fuming when a fake run-out attempt by Kohli went unnoticed under law 41.5. Um, you mentioned this earlier, Batch. Yeah. Tell us what tell us what that law uh, is. Deliberate distraction, deception, or obstruction of a batsman. What Cole, the ball was be, had been fielded out near the boundary. It was being thrown back in. Coley pretended to grab it and throw at the stumps at the uh, the non-striker's end. And they're saying, well, that you can't do that stuff. It's a deliberate distraction or deception. 
mm. and therefore you should have been penalised five runs. Oh, I don't think it had any effect on the game. It's one of those G-up moments where he pretended to throw the ball. Um, if you get, He was a star last night again, Coley. When isn't he? But if you get penalised for that, that's – that. what is it, Turves? Come on, that's ridiculous. That is. That is. Hey, tell you what was great uh, from an Aussie point of view overnight, uh, early this morning, Alex Dimonor, um had a, his best win, I think – the first time he's knocked off a top five ranked player. Uh, he beat former world number one Daniel Medvedev at the mm. Paris Masters. And Medvedev had a hissy fit. Did he? Yeah, he had a Kyrgios, we call it. We used to call it a McEnroe. We had a Kyrgios. So you're like, saying to me, Badge, mm. you're saying to me that a rich, spoilt tennis playing kid spat the dummy? What? Is, is that what you're claiming? I am. I witnessed it. So, yeah, great win for uh, the Demon. World number 25. Maybe it'll send him up even higher in the rankings. Uh, you read a text earlier where uh, one of our listeners, who we're going to try and get on the show Monday, mm. uh, his wife gave birth to twins. Oh, yes. Pedra supporter, one named Royce and the other one Sattler. Yeah, who was that from again? Uh, because... I've, I've got a photo of it Blacksland. here if you like, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You try to find it there. I've sent it to you if you want it. It is. It is Joel from Blackstone. Joel from Blackstone. I'm not sure I mentioned your name before. Well done. Great stuff. Your wife's had twins. Um, and not sure about the names. You, you, Royce. Oh, Royce that's all right. But, but you, Scott, you wanted to, Scott. you wanted to know how you could tell both apart. You suggested Sattler had the better tackle. Yep. Uh, what about Sattler tells the bad jokes? So that's another way. That's uh, a text that's come through. Don't uh, tell Sats I said that. Mm. Oh like four it. five seven seven three six seven three six. Who should start at halfback for Australia against Lebanon in the morning? Uh, it's Saturday morning. Uh, you can text us on that oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or jump on the phone one three hundred oh one eleven seventy for McDonald Jones Homes. Mm. And uh, just on uh, maybe one last one. Are we still going with the DCE and clear? It's up one? to you. You're the boss. Gunther from Palm Beach. Yeah. Guys, uh, during the seven-loss fiasco, DCE was throwing cutout passes straight into the grandstand. My theory with that was if his players didn't want to win games and maybe a grand final, then he'd show them how to do it. And if I'm right, it means he can win or lose a game by himself. Is he backing Cherry Evans there? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm by sure. the comment about throwing the ball on the grandstand, maybe he's not. But he can win or lose a game by himself. We'll have a look at that during the commercial break. Yeah, we'll, uh, every we'll, NFL we'll unpack game. that one. <laughs> yeah. Every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit NFLGamePass.com. I love it. I love all those American ads. 60 years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. You're right. You're just – are you in pain? Listen. The NFL are wonderful – that or chips? The, the NFL <laughs> are wonderful – biscuits pu- with your cup of tea late at night or do you have cookies? I have both. <laughs> is that the right answer? Yeah, probably. This is Sports Day. The eight-seat Kia Carnival Grand Utility Vehicle. Hey, when we come back, more of your tips. Mollies or what do they call them? Candy. Candy. Both. Oh, my God. You're right over there. Why don't you like America? Because I'm Australian. Okay. <laughs> you sound like you are. You are. Oh, they annoy me. Why? You know what I hate? I hate when I go into a shop <laughs> and a young... Uh, person, yes. serves, young, young, old bloke now, but they speak with an American accent. You go, oh, what party of America are you from? They go, no, I'm from Parramatta. What? What? 
I they have, speak American. Are you serious? You're making this up. I've never heard someone with a fake American I, accent in Parramatta. I had a girl <laughs> serve me and she spoke with a, yeah, um, that'll be $3, please. Like she had an, a New York <laughs> accent. What, she sounded like Nanny, was, the Fran named Nanny. She was what, from Nanny the Gold Nanny Coast. Oh, come on. Jeez, you're crunky. You're just uh, crunky. Crunky? Yes. <laughs> Stop That's it, mate. clanky. Cranky and we're trying, do, we're trying to do a radio show. Be Come serious. On, uh, let's go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Fun Fact Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. It's Fun Fact Thursday. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? So much fun on a Thursday. Fun Fact Thursday. Oh, it's the uh, most popular segment uh, on Sports Day. At the moment, Fun Fact Thursday. Before we get into it, Badger, Thursday, I know, you, Thursday as I know well. you've got some really good fun facts, but I just got a text from a mate of mine who's invited me to the races on Saturday. He said, my brother's up. We're going to go to the we're gonna go to the races. Do you want to come? Uh, or you can eat and drink. 200 bucks. Now, is he expecting me to pay $200 to go with him, or is he just saying that's e- what the tickets are e- worth? Everyone, yeah, everyone who goes pays $200 for a ticket. I'm taking his kid. I'm driving his kid all the way to Brisbane on Saturday night. I'm giving up my Saturday night to drive his kid with mine to to a concert. Is this your niece? No, 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 it's not Nephew. my niece. No, no, it's, it's my mate. mate. It's just my mate's daughter. Oh. And I, I, out of the kindness of my heart, I've got to hang around while they go and see Dua Lipa. Right, I don't even know who who he is, so I've got to hang around. And Some you, sort of circus act, isn't it? <laughs> Probably, do you know Jack? Do you know Leaping who Dua Dua She is oh. a is a is a musician. Right. She's a pop star. Well, yeah. I hope so because it's a concert. Okay. Are you moonlighting as a taxi driver? Well, it looks like it. Well, you why don't you just get a meter installed in your car, and when you get drop a buck, sell it. But well, no, that's going to be seventy five dollars. But knowing I'm driving. His daughter with my kids to a concert. Mm. You think you might go, mate? We'll just make it a hundred because you're not going to be able to drink because you're driving. But where's the other hundred going to come from? Well, him. He's such a tight ass. Right. What okay. game is on at that time? Will you be able to listen to one on the way down? Oh no, it's uh, it's a big game. If Australia wins tomorrow night, it's England Sri Lanka. <laughs> And I'm at, what is that, Boondle, the swamp? Oh, it's a long way. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they have phone reception. It's a long way. Yeah, to David Center. Yeah. yeah. You'd be stuck in there for well, a while. It'd be easier though. to fly there from the Gold Coast <laughs> Airport. To the Brisbane Eagle Airport. Farm, yeah. go, just go across. Is there anywhere I can even go and have some tea around there? Like, do I have to catch my own? Maccas. There'd be a hotel nearby. <sighs> There'd be, yeah, there is. I think Pubs out that way. So, great. Can't wait. So, no, I'm not going to go, you tight ass. Oh. 200 bucks. Who pays 200 bucks? What oh, he's it, just what? sent back a text going, that sucks. $200 for what? For all you can drink and eat. Okay. Go. No, I can't. I've got to drive. You, if anyone can eat $200 worth of food, you didn't drink it, did you? Is You're going to walk in, they're going to go, oh, it's going to be a bad night. It's fun fact Thursday. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. Staff. 
You're going to be getting paid late. Where's Jace? Just turn around. I'm at the buffet with just a chicken leg in my mouth and prawns <laughs> hanging out. Rightio, what are your fun facts? <laughs> uh, oh, Jack, have you got any more fun facts? Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's a you. Uh, I had lion fun facts. Um, you know the king of the jungle? Yes. Doesn't live in the jungle. How much fun can you have on a Thursday? They live on plains and grasslands. Lions don't even live in jungles. Tigers do. I, we had a real lion chat last <laughs> night with my heiress. After those lions escaped, the stories are everywhere. Jeez, I wish I was there. Was, oh, that would have been fun. It was great. Should we set up Badge with the podcast? Oh, yeah, you could do It'd like... really good. <laughs> just what's in Badge's head. That, that would be good. You know, you should do a podcast. But isn't that amazing? The king of the jungle. He's not even in the jungle. Yeah, that's a fun fact. That's a crazy fact. What else you got? That's it. Jack and what have one. Yeah. um, You know how you're talking about biscuits before? Mm. Uh, Biscuits derives from the word um, biqui, which is twice cooked in French. That's why you have biscuits. Really? Are they twice cooked? Well, they were. That's how they originally started. Okay. The the recipe for biscuits. Is it like, so if you had bread and no one ate it. Yep. And then you cooked it again and it went really hard. It was a biscuit. Not sure. Not sure. I mean, it sounds kind of crazy. Feasible or not. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. Buy Quee. Jason, you got anything? Yes, Jason I Jason would love it. Oh, him. hang on. Would sorry. you like a packet of Buy Quee? Last fact Thursday. Uh, yes, I would. Um, when were we talking about biscuits? That, I'm still thinking about well, that. Well, he asked yeah. about biscuits and cookies yeah. before. Just, oh. just sparked it for me. You want them both. Do you realise you break wind on average 14 times a day? Did you know that? <laughs> And each no one knew Jason. Each fight. There must be someone travels. someone breaking wind a lot less than me to average that out. <laughs> and each one travels at ten Ks an hour. It's fun fact Thursday. Really? How far? I, I've had some you'll you'll have some a bit faster than that tonight after that curry. Mm. Why do they call them farts? I do, do you have to say that? I don't know. I don't know where, where that word comes from. Siri. That's not a bad word. Actually, don't ask Siri. Flatulence. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the phone's ringing. Someone might know. Because like it up sounds like, like a trumpet. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is <laughs> that it? Yeah, it could be. Great. Well I'm surprised oh, I did this that. this is going downhill. A-League a- update. Football is here. Isuzu Ute A-League. Experience its live. Search A-League's uh, tickets. We- By the way, uh, if you've got a fun fact, uh, shoot, shoot it through to us. Oh four. Five seven seven three six seven three six. You notice we've listened to Steve from Dubbo, and we've we've brought forward your uh, your segment here, Jack. Yep. So we've gone for a league update. So tomorrow, Melbourne victory take on Newcastle Jets at uh, seven forty five. That's uh, daylight time at Amy Park. Uh, that will be a good game. Um, Newcastle had their first loss of the season last week against Western Sydney Wanderers. Uh, victory uh, not doing uh, too I well at off the that moment. Massive nil or draw, didn't they last week? Yeah, so yeah, against uh, against the Raw. So they have currently, uh, you know, they've won one game, they've drawn one and lost two. So they're not finding the best form. So they'll be in the top yet. three, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on now. Saturday, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers host the Central Coast Mariners at quarter to eight daylight time at Combank Stadium. Uh, that will be, uh, you know, another interesting game. Western Sydney Wanderers, like we said, doing really well. They're up a top uh, second on the ladder. Jack, uh, we're looking for better than interesting. Come on. No, well, this is good. It's, it's, yeah, I'm interested. Get You're the not interested? Bit. Bit. Well, the Brisbane Raw, they host Sydney FC at 3 o'clock uh, daylight time. So that's 2 o'clock local time at Morton Daly Stadium. Uh, Brisbane Raw, you know, really looking to kick things off for the season. But Sydney FC are doing well on in third. They've been playing a lot in, at that stadium in Redcliffe, haven't they? Well, this is their second game at yeah. Morton Daly. Yep, they had two at Brisbane. 
And the big games are at Morton Daly, like Victory in Sydney FC have been at Morton Daly instead of Brisbane. I wonder if there's something on Suncorp that we're not aware of. I think it's just probably... Stadium's too big. It's probably no, they just played the, the first couple of games no, there, mate. But they, and they played West, uh, the Western... MacArthur. MacArthur. Yeah, they played, yeah. yeah. Um, can I ask you a serious football question? You can. Uh, That's nice. Brisbane Raw are mm. struggling to score. They're one. It's like me when I was 18 at Sweethearts Cabramatta. One goal from four <laughs> matches. What are they going to do? How to many fix shots it? on goal would you have uh, at, at Sweethearts, Sweethearts <laughs> without scoring? What time of the night is it? Well, it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> oh, geez, all of them being blocked, even from the penalty spot. <laughs> what are they going to do? Remember Sweethearts at Cabramatta? What a great nah, nightclub nah, growing nah, up I'm in, in my 20s. Oh, okay. Um, and you don't go out. Uh, what are they got to do uh, to look, score some all, goals? Like they've, it's not – It's obviously there's there's a problem there. We've got a new striker. We don't have the exact same uh, attacking force going forward last year in terms of uh, some dynamic players that were going up and getting into the box. But it's still getting there. I mean, we've only conceded uh, three as well. So – the defense is working. It's just needing a few more goals up there. Charlie Austin mm. obviously is trying and working really hard up there to get uh, to get a result. And like I said, I think the the last week's result wasn't bad. Um, and they, it's not as if they're leaking goals, but they they'll, they'll they'll find some form. Have you taken that suggestion of Woogie's about widening the goals? Have you taken that to the A League yet? I haven't. I thought I would probably be laughed at, and then they'd all well, block my number. You know well. But if we were talking about seven five games, that'd bring the crowds back. I don't know. I think exciting. I think that'd bore me. Um, really, a high scoring game. There's nothing uh, exciting about. Well, the highlights reel looks a lot better than nil all. And can I just where's add, the contest? Taronga Zoo took my idea about the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were, they were halfway there. They were, they were on their ready. way. They were getting. Re- they were going to uh, Hendrick. Uh, Combank Stadium. That's right. It's Saturday night. This is Sports Day. Uh, the eight-seat Kia Carnival. It's a grand utility vehicle. Um, oh, you got? Will you be back for the uh, for the European UEFA League? Is there another is? soccer you know, update? Yeah. If we I get quit. if we get one single text saying they want it, we'll do it. What do you reckon? Fun fact: Thursday evening, gents, world champs, the <laughs> Chopperoos, still Timber Sports world champs for the seventh time last weekend. At uh, Gothenburg, Sweden. There you go. 20 countries competed. Yeah, well done. Well done to the uh, Chopperoos. So it's wood chopping. That's mm. good. Yeah. Uh, break time. We're Chopper back in Roos. a moment with... Uh, never heard of them, but... I've never heard of them either. Undoubtedly. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, we're going to look at the... Cutting uh, edge, they are. Rugby League World Cup. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to chop that out. Uh, Rugby League <laughs> World Cup next here on Sports Day. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Badge is on fire tonight with his humour and he's yelling and he's screaming. Like no, Abe Simpson, the old bloke off the Simpsons. Yeah. Hey, Tony uh, from Townsville's got a fun fact badge. The Oberon Tigers, between 1958 and 1975, played in 15 grand finals and won 11 of them. It's wow. fun fact Thursday. That's huge. Good part of the world. I Oberon. like that. It's alive again. 
Um, here's another one. Belmont for Clarence. There's only ever been one nil-all draw in the New South Wales Rugby League NRL history. That's between Newtown Jets and Canterbury Bulldogs in May 1982. Also, last year the Jets – that was the last year the Jets were in a comp. Oh, a nil-all draw. Has there ever been a nil-all draw in uh, in the A-League? How many have they You reckon there's been many of those? Still exciting, Jack reckons. Yeah, no, end-to-end stuff. It Absolutely. Is different. It's different. Uh, Stephen Dubbo says he was a regular at Sweetheart's Cabramatta. $1 drinks Tuesdays brings back memories. Drink responsibly. It was yeah. big. It, Sweetheart's at Cabramatta was massive. Massive in the 80s, late 80s when I was mm. growing up in, in Sydney. Now, Nathan, you were talking about your uh, mate inviting you to go out yeah. for a $200 a head, what was it? Or, or you can eat and drink. Um, but you, but not offering pain of it, and yet you're giving his daughter a lift up to Brisbane to go to a concert and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Jason, Bondi Jack says, even if he puts in $100, the tight ass is bleeding you. Yeah. Tell him to pay the full 200 or he can go and get nodded. How long since you heard that? Yeah. Go and get nodded. <laughs> I don't know I if it's something I want to broadcast. That's a but very it, nice way to say it. Yeah, Bondi thanks, Bondi Jack. And I reckon, I just know this bloke because he's a bad punter. I mm. don't even reckon the ticket's 200 bucks. Oh, he, he's getting... He's putting, he's putting a top. He's putting a little bit of cream you on top. You know what they are? What? They're 100 each. I reckon You're they are. I'm him. paying for him. Where is it? Um, let's look it up. It's at the, let's look it up. It's at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Okay, let's look it up. At the races? Yeah, going to the races on Saturday. Oh, it's in a special area, yeah. I think it might be about right. Nah, maybe not that much. See, he's a member. I've been with a bunch of mates a couple of years ago on a punters club uh, day, yeah. and they're actually going again in December. I don't know if it's that much. Oh, he's got you. I'm betting it's not. I've been to a few there. It's a wonderful, he's wonderful joint, the Gold Coast Turf Club. Uh, Nath from Bora Ridge says, Dua Lipa is the spunkiest girl in music. You going to that concert now? Oh, I reckon I'm going to try and... <laughs> Chaperone. I have to push one of my kids down. The, oh, I push one of my kids down the steps so I can get a ticket to that. Then that sounds very interesting. Hey, just quickly, badge. Got yeah. to run through it because we've got to go to a break. Um, let's do a quick uh, a forecast on who you think you'll win the quarterfinals in the Rugby League World Cup. Australia, Lebanon. I guess Saturday morning, six thirty. Leb- uh, Australia, in that one. Yes. Yes. I was just reading a text. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, Sunday morning, one thirty a.m. England versus PNG. Good game. Yes, that should be very competitive. And I'd like to think that Papua New Guinea are a half a chance there. Um, England, big favourites. New Zealand take on Fiji. Good game again. How about and Monday this is, morning? This is the big one. <laughs> Tonga and Samoa. Samoa have warmed into this. Oh, it's shocking against England. Um, and, and Tonga have been probably not quite as good as we thought they would be. This could be anything. This will be, mm. I'll tell you what it will be, brutal. Yeah. They will almost be at war with each other in that game. Can't wait. The Rugby League World Cup quarterfinals. Catch them over the weekend. Quickly before we go to break, uh, forecast for New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Toowoomba through 4WK, hello, Toowoomba, the Super Radio Network. Love that place. Beautiful town. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Partly cloudy for your Friday with a top of 20 and a low of nine overnight. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Last Blast on the way next. Oh, and the song I'm choosing to finish the show with what this week. You'll find out next here on Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day.
with Badge and Sats. We'll be back soon. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, we almost there. Fired up, Woogie, aren't you? Uh, go to iCanWin.com.au uh, to score yourself a Ziggy. Great, great barbecues from Ziggler and Brown. Yeah. That mate who's trying to rip me off with those tickets. <laughs> yeah. He's he got one, a Ziggy. He's the one who's got the Ziggy. No wonder he's got a, He's got himself a nice barbie. Well, that's why he's staying at home with the Ziggy and letting you drive his daughter and yours to the concert up in Brisbane. Bondo Jack says the Gold Coast Turf Club is 150 metres from his house. Tell the tight-ass mug punter to throw me and your son in and we'll have a blast. Bondo Jack, I don't have a son. Oh, okay. Um, i got the ring of daughters, mate. What about we're talking about the cricket and uh, people? a couple of nights now, people have teed off on the Aussie cricket team. Um, Jason's quite simple. The hypocrisy and lack of loyalty of smarmy middling blokes like Cummins Pain, Warner and Smudge is a turn-off. The arrogance and stupidity of the CA board is even worse. Give us seven tests a summer like the Poms and North Queensland tests in winter. Yeah, Bondo okay. Jack again. Yeah, I don't like cricket tests in winter. Unless mm. we're on, unless we're on a, like a, an Ashes tour in England. Yep. Or we're playing India or, or whatever. But, um, hey, there's a lot of – I don't like this. There's a lot of soccer news in our last blast tonight. Apparently, Socceroos boss Graham Arnold is awaiting Susan Boyle's scan results. <laughs> they could determine his World Cup fate. Well, he's going to sing the national anthem. After suffering a knee injury. It's Martin Boyle. Oh, is it? I thought it was Susan. Come on. In Hibernian's 3-0 win over St. Mirren Is he on the Sunday. Scottish guy that plays for Australia? Martin? I don't know. Where's Jack? We're doing soccer and we need Jack in here. Come on, Jack. He's going home. While he's coming, I just quickly want to read this. It might be the last say on uh, DCE and Cleary. Glenn uh, from Evans Head says, uh, you may remember ripping me off with your Melbourne Cups. We actually, he had, that's because he had gold trip and we yep. gave it to the loser. Yep. Uh, on the halfback choice, I reckon my man Nico Hines would be a better choice than DCE. Yes, I'm a diehard sharky. And not nice things he's saying about Cherry Evans. Hey, this is uh, the song Badge song. wanted to finish yes. the song with tonight. It's not like that anymore. We don't get people to vote. Why? I'm picking tonight's Well, song. they are voting for me, though. No, I haven't seen one. No, people talking about the lines escaping. Okay, on the back of one of these texts, I did see <laughs> Yeah, Glenn from Newcastle Glenn. voted for it. Yeah, he voted for it, beauty. And we listened to him. Uh, what's happening in football? Quick, you got about 30 seconds. Uh, so the Champions League group stages have finished. It doesn't return until February 14th. Thank goodness. A uh, bunch of clubs have gone through. Um, Celtic had a 5-1 loss against Real Madrid. But, you know, better for the run. Okay, is that is that it? How quick do you want Where's me to go? Where's the rest of it? No. Oh, I'll go quick. Go for quick. People need well, to know. What do you say quick? Well, what do you want to know? Uh, qualified as group winners, Bayern Munich, Benfica, Chelsea, whole bunch of teams uh, you'll be excited about. Liverpool have gone through. Martin Boyle is the Scottish uh, player who was born in Scotland who uh, is waiting that knee injury. That'll be um, that'll be something to be very concerned about. And just some breaking news. James McDonald has been suspended for eight race meetings. Uh, he, uh, But it is effective immediately of Saturday midnight. So he does get to race the final oh. days of Southampton <laughs> on Saturday. And you know what he's on? He's on Nature Strip. And is an Amino. Uh, what's it called? Animo. 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 He's on Animo and Nature Strip. Yeah, look, mate, you still have those. Yeah. What about today? He rode the last winner. 
at uh, Flemington, paid 26 bucks, and he was uh, a late replacement jockey. Yeah, he's good. How's that? He's, he's good. He's terrific. Rightio, let's yeah, On Sports Day, today. it's time yes. for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours. That's, that's like getting suspended in the rugby league and saying, listen, before you can start it, you know, uh, after the grand final. Oh, wait, that did happen, didn't oh. it? Oh. Yes. Um, no, I, I, I just remember it wasn't that long ago with my um, my son Tom. Was He had an accident. We were playing peekaboo. Oh. He, had a, he had a pretty bad accident, so I had to take him to the ICU. <laughs> oh. That's good. That's good gear. That's good gear. Ricky loves it. What song have you got? I've got Ice House, Great Southern Again. Land. Now, I've never picked this, you jerk. <laughs> the reason I've got this, you can't 40th that. anniversary for this song, Badge. 40th anniversary. Wow. Great Southern Land. It should be our national anthem. Have a great weekend. Back Monday. Yeah. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. 
chicken and maccas together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.